Yeah, I mean, like I said, we're kind of just hanging out and, and recapping. I don't think the we were looking at the news this morning. Nothing too eventful. I mean, yesterday we obviously had the big rate hike, or was that two days ago now? That was uh, Wednesday morning. Yeah. Oh, I guess yesterday we were traveling. I'm obviously visiting my dad here in Powell River, so it was a day of travel. But that that caught me by a bit of a surprise, in all honesty. Well, I, I in fact I wasn't even watching the news because I just assumed they were going to maintain. Yeah. And then you know a couple of people started messaging messaging me. Oh crap. Well, uh, I think the consensus was highly leaning towards just leaving. You know, leaving. Or I mean, I, I saw rumors or rumblings of a possible cut. I thought that was a little bit premature, but just uh, I think the general consensus was leave it at four point five. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but yeah, the 4.25. Doesn't shock me though with the economic news that has come out more recently with inflation ticking up again. Mm-hmm. Doesn't shock the heck out of me, but. Uh. Yeah, Sears title Yahoo Finance and it won't be a one and done. More economists are now penciling in another hike in July, which is of course their next report. Yeah. Can't say this is the news I like to read, but <laughs> it is what it is, I guess. Well,. It doesn't shock me because generally, you know, we had the big run up in inflation and it's not going to come straight down. You know, it's going to come down. It's going to wobble around a little bit, maybe. Mm. That's kind of the way it would normally work. Um, So I was reading uh, just on Reddit this morning too, just a post you always get about the mortgages and how, you know, this is putting even that much more stress on Canadians with their mortgages. And I'm one of those, I guess you could say (laughs) fools that, um, you know, went with a variable rate. You went with a fixed rate, which I'm sure you're happy about now. Oh yeah, for sure. And, um... Yeah, there was it was a polarizing comment section because, yeah, you got people saying at the time um, it was a fair choice to pick variable over time. That tends to be what people like to do, but yeah. Well, at the time you picked it too, that was pre the the hyper oh the hyperinflation, but the strong inflation mm-hmm. uh, numbers that were coming out, right? Mm-hmm. So uh, maybe I, I guess in hindsight, maybe you could have at some point changed it to fix when we saw that trend moving up mm. uh, but I, easy to say now easy to say now exactly and i think if if you i've always said if you have the cash flow and a secure cash flow then variable i believe over time yeah you'll come out ahead but there's going to be pockets where you're going to be falling behind i think it's that exactly that and i guess basically if you if you do put a priority on just the security and the peace of mind hey maybe you pay a slight premium for a fixed and well, I think that's why you do pay a premium. That's yeah. why you do typically have the higher number with the fixes because you're buying the security. Mm-hmm. Um, I think like like everything else, though, it's a supply and demand at the end of the day. And, and when you start seeing a whole bunch of people locking, 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 typically that's closer to the top end. Mm. Uh, you see people going variable, variable. You know, you can anticipate some type of a, a rise historically. No doubt. Just looking at the chat here, SK, Saskatchewan Canucks fan. Nice. And we have uh, Nippon, Nippon, Saskatchewan. Who won the hockey game last night? Actually, I think I, I saw the highlights, but I didn't see who won. I don't know. Maybe someone online. I didn't see the game last night. I'm sure a SK Canuck fan will know. DJ Duda, what's up? What's up, guys? And caught on cam says Nasdaq had a 52 week high, just continuing to blow up. Right. As, well, we were we were looking here. I mean, this is the one day performance. Tesla was, I think, one of the better performers today. Other than that, a pretty mixed market. Nothing that really jumped out. Unless you guys are seeing anything, feel free to leave some comments in the chat. But what were we looking at? Year-to-date year performance? To date performance? Yeah. I mean, that's exactly... That'll tell the story right there. Basically, that's the top end of the S&P 500, right? Yeah. <laughs> and of and course, the NASDAQ. NASDAQ. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. NVIDIA up 166% year-to-date. AMD almost up 100%. I don't know if you guys can see that right here, but we did see how we could zoom in. Adobe had a nice little pop today. Adobe's been a stock that I'm in and been watching closely, but... Florida won in overtime. Whoa. Florida won in overtime. overtime yesterday. Yeah. Nice. Wow. 
Let's so see. we got a fair amount. So it's two one now. I think is the series. I think it was two zero for Vegas prior to that. Huh? Who's the favorite in that? Anyways, I don't. I'm not even following. Uh, guessing Vegas. Vegas. Yeah, yeah. But I, I'm just. That's just a guess. Yeah, I haven't watched a lot of hockey either, so I'm not really sure. Huh? What stocks have you guys been looking at these days? I'm guessing sort of the Nasdaqy type stocks. I, I, it's really cool to see Tesla up 101 percent year to date. Oh, oh, that looked yeah. Yeah, and uh, it's just uh, well, SK Canuck fan asked about the Ford, uh, the Ford and GM. Yeah, here it is. Tesla jumps as GM deal makes its charging networks closer to U.S. standards. So this is. I believe the second, like I know Ford and Tesla did a big deal agreement, I guess, Mm -hmm. a a week or so ago. Now we've got GM. And, you know, it's long been, there's two camps really where Tesla will dominate the, no one else will be able to build the the infrastructure. Infrastructure But logically, they're going to license it out, right? And so um, that's, it's nice to see that that's actually happening. Interesting, because you think that would be such a market. Uh, advantage such a moat for Tesla so they must be getting they must be signing some pretty good deals they must be and I think it's like hey maybe it's for the greater good of the entire industry I think it is right it's um when I saw that Ford news what was it, a couple weeks now that did catch me by surprise as well uh, in all honesty but yeah just reading here uh, Tesla jumped nearly 7% on Friday as General Motors joined Ford in agreeing to use the electric vehicles charging network a big win that analysts said could make Tesla superchargers an industry standard in the United States the rare partnership among three of the biggest U.S. automakers ensure that more than 60% of the country's EV market can access Tesla's North American charging state uh, standard. I'm wondering if this is being maybe pre uh, proactive for Tesla because if I think back to, say, the telecommunications industry, uh. like uh, BCE, um, Talus, yeah. they have agreements where they share uh, what we call maintenance and what have you instead of everybody having crews in certain areas. So they, they share that way. And I think... It's possible that the regulators may say, okay, Tesla, you have to do this. Mm. Right? I've seen that in other industries, like the cell towers, et cetera. And uh, so they're probably being proactive and going, before we're mandated to do it at more favorable rates to GM and to Ford, and probably others coming down the pipe, mm-hmm. they've got the infrastructure, rent it out. Yeah, I haven't seen any. I haven't seen any details of of the terms. Same. I'm wondering if there'll be anything here. Ha! Jay Cabral says, time to sell, sell, sell. Yeah. He has been very consistent <laughs> with his comments. I see him on our YouTube channel all the time. Sell, oh, sell, just sell. Sell, not Tesla, just sell oh, in no, general. Oh, no, 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 just in general. I don't think I've ever seen... I think at one time it was... Does he ever buy? I've never seen buy, buy, buy. Always <laughs> sell, sell, sell. <laughs> one of those guys, eh? Well, yeah. <laughs> fair. To each their own. Uh, yeah, interesting. What do you guys think about this test thing? I like it. I think it's good for the industry as a whole. Yeah. And uh, yeah. And speaking of which, we, you got to get some Tesla chargers up in uh, Powell ah, River because yeah. I didn't look. There's there's nothing up here, so I might run out of battery. I think and City Hall has a Tesla. I looked. Okay, maybe it's not online yet. I'm pretty sure I saw a sign going by. Luckily for you, I got a very good buddy up here who lives a kilometer away who's got a Tesla charger. So uh, I'll make it home. You'll make it home. Nice. Um, okay, uh, Rob Wells. Any thoughts on uh, TD? Oh yeah, <laughs> and what we can do by the way, we can jump. This is one thing too. We can pump up the. Uh, we should have been doing this. Oh, well. so that you guys know what we're referring to. Um, ah. But yeah, Rob asked any thoughts on TD and CU. I haven't looked into CU, but I was looking at TD. Uh, I think that was one of your recent stock battle. Your, was, our last stock battle. Our last stock TD. 
Yeah, I think TD. I mean, I think justifiably the stock has dropped. Yeah, as justifiable justifiable as it could be, it's fallen worse than the Canadian banking sector in general. Yeah, um, a lot of it probably was you know the First Horizon deal, which I'll, they they've exited that now, right? They paid I think. 225 or 325 million bucks to get out of it um but it was in my opinion it was the right move i think as the as these the sector has evolved both here and in the u.s it just turned out to be way too high of a multiple so i think mm. bailing was probably the best decision there but uh, personally i i love to see mm-hmm. a sector like the banks kind of tank like this although i think well, they're down maybe 20 percent from the high or not even that probably 10% year-to-date, one-year number down 15%, 16%. Yeah. In fact, I did a video. I filmed a video, which should be coming out probably not today, maybe Monday, but just a couple stocks to buy. And I was looking actually at the Canadian market. Yeah. You know, whether it's TELUS, TD, uh, CU, I'm going to assume is in a similar ballpark. But, well, actually, you might be able to see here. I mean, here's the indices. We don't have... Um, well, click on, on here. Yeah. It'll take us to the... And you can... Oh, sorry. Go back. If, if we uh, add in XLC, oh, yeah, add a, TSX. TSX. This, is what, this is what I was looking at. Yeah. yeah. Um, TSX. So in yellow... Basically, on a one-year number, uh, you know, TSX is the lagger. Or maybe I was looking year-to-date, excuse me, but yeah, so there we see the net. Look at Nasdaq, 33% up as of today versus 12 on the S&P. And then three on the the TSX. Um, Dow's pretty much in that same territory. But nevertheless, the case in point was that I was looking at some Canadian stocks and thinking, hey, might be a good idea to deploy there. Uh, TD very well being, I think, one of them. Yeah, I, I would. I would not hesitate. I already own TD. I would not hesitate to nibble, nibble. buy more, assuming you have tolerance for some more downside. It's a long-term hold. Blah blah mm. blah. You like a good dividend. Mm. Um, yeah, we can't answer every question here. By the way, guys, there's just like so we'll much. But, we can, but what is your opinion on uh, SHD or TFSA? What the dividend still at three percent? Would it make sense to pay? Uh, from what I've seen, Jason, I think a lot of people like holding SCHD in the RRSP. Um, for that exact reason with the withholding tax, uh, but as personal, would it personal be, makes sense there. to pay the tax now so I can take it out tax free later and focus on. So you're talking about maybe pulling it from the RSP into the TFSA. I'm not sure. Well, I think you say, oh, to bring on some TFSA. Yeah, I'm not sure I quite understand that question. Um, I'm petition. I have a position in Tesla now. Would you recommend to sell or add? Hey, I don't think we're. Definitely don't want to be giving out any advice uh, here, but just... But you know my default answers to that. Yeah. Depends if the position is 40% of your portfolio or 80% like I've seen, or if it's 2%. It it makes a huge difference. Uh, What And also when you you got in and where you're at in terms of gains. And and the question, is it too late to buy it? Uh, Tesla's going to be around for a long time. And uh, I don't... Personally, I don't think we're going to see the returns that we've seen. That said, we see 100% year to date. And if you have captured some of that, I mean, I... I trimmed my meta position because I had a nice gain on that. Mm-hmm. I still own, do own a little bit of meta, I think, in our corporate account. But on my personal TFSA... I'm just going to flick over to this. Uh, I've got a... Uh, I've got... Where's my... I've got a, a screen here, which is the... Uh, sorry, not a screen. I've got my watch list. This is the this is Ford versus Tesla. Oh, this is not the right look at it here. If I go... Let me have a look at Tesla here. And just say if I go over the last you know, year... You've got a BUA there. Historical here, and maybe just add Ford in here. It's very interesting. I'll take away all of these things here except for the historical numbers, so we can see. And yeah, if I put these off here, yeah, we can see over the over the year. Oh, this is the actual price, but you can see that Tesla's or sorry, Ford is. Well, they're kind of actually. I'm going to go to the performance here. Hmm. 
think that's what we want to do. I mean, maybe last you checked, you you had the leg up here, but maybe uh, yeah, I think I think over the last, like literally. But if we go, but let me story go. might have oh, changed. I'm under the dividend tab. No wonder story may have changed. Total return there, and I'm gonna look here at Ford. Let's just have a look because I find this very fascinating. The old, the old company, and the new company. So if we look at say a three year number, Tesla up 289 bucks. I'm gonna just percent or percent. If we go over where I'm looking at here from January 2022, Ford, they're both down, right? Mm. Down 20 versus 26. And yet, if we zoom in here, Tesla, again, blowing them away. So I guess the big thing when I look back here, if I look back over roughly a year and a half or so, um, you'll see similar returns, mm. right? But the difference in the beta yeah. is, is huge, right? No doubt. Um, amazing potential, way more. I think way more potential than Tesla, um, but for sure depends, depends on your investment style, obviously. Vivek, any thoughts on the commercial real estate sector and uh, communication sector? N nothing in particular for me. Nothing out of the ordinary, I would say. I would just say on commercial real estate, uh, there's a lot of talk, as there always are. What we've gone through, what we've gone through, just yeah. that. You know, people aren't going to be using real estate or not going to be using offices before uh, in terms again, of the, like, the work from home type of deal. Work from home, yeah. Mm. And so, and I know there are a lot of a lot of big companies that are reducing the size they have. Yeah, but you know, I've seen this before too. And most recently, back in 0809, when we you know we had the big uh, yeah. financial crisis, and it was the same story then because even then, although it's not where it is today, you could still remote work. It, oh. it was a thing, and I remember in Vancouver, like the, there's a, a big. Uh, office complex called the Bentall Center, and there's all this talk about Bentall just you know going ghost, yeah. and you know and I know in New York the sector dropped a lot just because people weren't working, uh -huh. but they all came back, and you know we see I think it's Elon right saying like you got to work from here if you're yeah. serious, you, so it'll 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 go through the cycle. I'm not worried about commercial real estate uh, longer term. That said, I did That's hear. Said. I mean. I don't know if you guys have been following with the real estate here in, um, well, not here, but in San Fran. I'm talking commercial here versus. But this was talking, first of all, the home, the residential home prices apparently are taking a dive. And then as well, what I was reading was the uh, commercial market was was struggling as well, trying to find tenants. Industrial weaknesses there, it said. Where do we see this? Just a little, oh, warehouses. I thought it said weaknesses. Well, Darwin, uh, who worked with us, was just in San Fran. He's talking about the mm -hmm. prices of some homes in, in San Fran saying it's just ridiculous. Commercial real estate, California expected to drop 80%. But yeah, it was. Um, what, is it, what did it say in the headline there, Brett? Commercial real estate in San Francisco grapples with 350. California's expected price drop of over 80%. Wow. <laughs> over 80% is a little aggressive, but but yeah, I mean. That is a plummet. <laughs> that, that is. That's a drop. I'd love to see that. But um, yeah, basically what I was reading on the other article was uh, the companies are struggling. They are feeling the, feeling the pressure. Um, whether it be with layoffs or le lease, whatever it is, and there's just slowing demand, particularly in certain areas. But yeah, I, but, I think we will see that. Will it be long term? Mm, I yeah, I'm not. I'm not so convinced of that. Mm -hmm. Love Mark's show on the daily recap. Would love to see more. Yeah, that, that, that's good to know. That's um, we'd love yeah, to thank hear you for that comment. Yeah, we'd love to hear your feedback on that because yeah, it's a new thing for us. And in terms of like flow. What do you guys... Topics. Topics. <laughs> Brandon and I have debated over what topics, and we probably would pick different topics. We would. Because I'm sort of, my brain is sort of more... Old. Uh, old, maybe. Uh, and the topics slow. I pick are maybe... Slow. I wouldn't go that far, but... Uh, yeah, so I'd love to hear your feedback, because ultimately, at the end of the day, 
we can pick whatever we want, but we want to pick what you guys want to uh, listen to. So yeah, thank you. And I'd love for it to be daily, really, but I can't commit that right now. So I'm going Monday, Wednesday, and then Friday, Brandon and I are going to sit, Fridays, we'll sit down and, and do a joint session. Well, t- rarely like this, because yeah. you happen to be visiting, you usually be a sort of a Zoom type thing. What is that? Le- leave a comment, though, for anybody in the chat who does, has been enjoying those. Um, l- let us know. Like, like, do you guys want it to be more stock-related news, more general... Where, where was this one thing? I was looking. I had a tab pulled up for like, for example, this is interesting to me, the live-in oh. PGA Tour merger uh, as a sports fan. In fact, there's a big tennis match on right now for, any, <laughs> for anybody that does watch. Not that I'm watching. I am paying attention. But for anybody that does watch tennis, there's a couple powerhouses going at it right now. And to, to me, this is like fascinating news. And it does have implications for the stock market because, I mean, the Saudis, from what I understand, um, this merger, I mean, it even says here, to deal with on a merger. Yeah, there's big antitrust issue, a textbook antitrust violation. Basically, this uh, seems to be one of the first in history of like a big organization, like US organization, merging with like an overseas organization, like nah. the Saudis. And if they're getting into business together, how does that work in terms of what uh, regulations, regulations what they get to say, um, having their kind of fingers in the pot? Uh, that That's what I was, there was a podcast I was listening to last night about that. Be interesting, yeah. I'm not so sure it's a stock market related, but yeah. there might be some some waves, yeah. repercussions. But certainly from a, a, a precedent setting, yeah. But you know there may be there may be other situations similar that were just aren't as high profile. Mm. Uh, but yeah, maybe I guess on this scale is more, is more what I meant to say. But that question, the the theme here is. Is this is that the type of thing you guys would even like to hear about, or when you tune in? Because I'm trying to keep those those segments to like a, yeah. a ten minute segment, mm-hmm. and it could just be. I mean, that gives me time really to talk about three or four key things. And then uh, right now, there's not a lot of earnings coming out during yeah. earnings season. I think that's going to be a good time to yeah. keep up to speed on what's happening because it is it is challenging when mm-hmm. there's so many earnings popping out. Mm-hmm. Keep track of that, but be. Um, be interesting to hear that there. Mm-hmm. Um, any small cap ETFs like AVUV, AVDV, uh, I can't really talk about that because A, I'm not a big small cap guy. Mm. Uh, I certainly wouldn't be able to offer anything there. Sean, we have set times for your live videos. Sorry, Tony, we'll get to you in a second. Tony's uh, been here since the very beginning of the stream, so we will answer yeah, that. Yeah. But uh, we have a set time for your live videos. I, I think we probably should have a set time on Fridays. I think so too. Just so that, you know, hopefully you guys... I, I guess Friday is a weird time because some people have work and some people are out doing doing life um, more so than the weekend. Maybe people have a weekend. We can have one of those like the March Madness boss screens where you can be watching this and then when the boss comes, you just click a button and it goes to a spreadsheet. Oh, that's, work on that, one of those. That, that's what they need? <laughs> yeah, yeah. For oh, sure. I haven't seen that, but... <laughs> oh, yeah, for March Madness? No. That's oh, a thing. You go and you're watching the game and when the boss comes, you click like a button and it looks like you're working on some complicated spreadsheet. It's been around <laughs> for years. <laughs> So that'd be kind of good to do one of those. But um, yeah, I kind of advocate for a set time. Sean says it's easier The way to tune we in. kind of make it easier to tune in, that's true, right, Sean? And because our schedules are so different yeah. and our lifestyles are so different, it's it's Challenging. easier to not commit to a certain time. But I think at the end of the day, there's certain TV shows I like yeah. to watch and I like to tune in. Mind you, today everything can be recorded or, of course, here. Mm-hmm. We, you know, we will put these up as... as Long term, like long term, yeah. Right? yeah. So you can watch them after. In fact, I think we'll have to experiment with that. But I'm pretty sure after this live stream, we can just post it up on the on the yeah. channel. So if you guys do have to run out and maybe tune back yeah. in later, I mean, feel free. Absolutely, there's no no problem with that. But yeah. yeah, I think we should set a time, and maybe it would typically be our mornings here, Pacific Standard Time, probably around maybe nine ish, maybe ten. Um, yeah. 
Tony, let's ask. Uh, let's ask. Yeah, Tony's got a couple of questions. Yeah, and Tony has a good question he too. He had the question about. Uh, well, here uh, I like Mark's daily recap. It shows me how an experienced professional think. Uh, learning to think from a different perspective definitely adds value. Well, thank you, Tony. That's I appreciate that. Uh, it's interesting because when I started doing this with Brandon a couple of years ago, I mean, kind of my life, my adult life, has been in the business, mm-hmm. and I don't really mm-hmm. think that much about it. But I and I realize dealing with so many people now as opposed to a smaller group of clients yeah i guess i have a lot of experience yeah yeah. you know and i I think so it it doesn't seem like uh it doesn't i wouldn't have guessed i had that much experience but i'm really happy that i'm able to take that and and share it so yeah but also tony said uh i want to play it safer for the next year or two is adding sp500 etf for precious metals such as gold etf a good idea play it safer for the next year or two I think, uh, like again, it comes down to to it, it, adding an S P five hundred. So yeah, it depends on. I wouldn't go all in on anything ever. I wouldn't go all equities or all cash. Um, I'd be more heavily weighted in equities. I mean, I have been for for decades. Yeah. I don't. I don't know if I like the term "play it safer" in the next two years and then adding those two. I mean, I. If you look at your portfolio, Tony, probably if you want to play it safer, you'd put more balance to safer type assets. I mean, you're getting some decent yields on. Fixed income type products now, um, and, these high interest savings accounts, depending on how safe you mean well, safe. Well, safer means, yeah. implies compared to what you have today. Yeah. Right? Or play it safe, maybe, or play it safer, what do you own now? If you have some, if you have very, very highly speculative stocks now, well, then, then the S&P 500 in comparison would be, yeah. if you're sort of a 60-40 balance portfolio, then the S&P 500 would be statistically more aggressive. Exactly. So it depends on, on what you have now. It's relative. Oh, yeah. This was a question from Nick who I, I can answer. Um, I don't know if you guys have been seeing, but would you consider doing a portfolio for those who submitted? It would be interesting to hear your take uh, discussing time horizons. Yeah. I, I definitely plan on doing some portfolio reviews uh, on my shorts. So I've been doing YouTube shorts. I've been doing, um, uh, what do you call it? Uh, TikToks and uh, IGs, the vertical form ones. So if you guys see any of those videos, make sure you drop thumbs up. We got to like, uh, you know, try to get the algorithm to show us some love there. So if you guys do come across any and you enjoy them, don't hesitate to drop thumbs up. And I plan on doing some portfolio reviews for those. So they are shorter uh, by nature rather than like a huge in-depth one. But uh, Nick, it's not not out of the question um, for, me, because, for me at least. But, but I will speak to this too because we talked about this uh, yeah. probably six yeah. months ago or so. And my answer is I would love to, but I, I, we started thinking about it. And the reality is I just can't because I just... I, I can't do a review without going into so much money. It it's just my DNA. Yeah, it's tough to do a surface level review. Like it's you kind of need the full. I mean, like, take the example. You're. I mean, we. By the way, if you guys are new to the stock market, we always have our academy down below. And one of the students you're working with on the coaching side. Mm. Like I mean, I see the work that goes in. Uh, in the hours that go into basically getting a full grasp of their situation. It's not just a surface level thing. You're trying to. To give a full... Like a minimum of six sessions to get the understanding yeah. of what the risk tolerances are, the objectives. And yeah. very, very typically, just FYI, like when I would sit down with a new client or if we work with a one-on-one coaching, yeah, the stated objectives and risk tolerances, once you get into it, that's not really normally accurate. Normally it's like, oh, I never thought of that or I never thought of that. So, which is awesome because I think you need to go into that depth, but um, it takes, yeah, it's takes not time. something you can do. It's not something I can do in a, in a video for sure. Yeah, it for sure. Um, Liam, can you go ahead? hey guys, Liam from CPKC, Kansas City, Kansas City. Uh, I mean, not sorry, Kansas City. Sorry, uh, the, the CPKC. The, yeah, the I, I, I'm thinking that's, I'm thinking that's Ireland. 
Uh, maybe Liam. Could, no, could... no, no. Investor relations. You're, you're. you're oh, you gotcha. Gotta... Okay, I was because I, I saw Liam, which is like an Irish. I mean, I know a bunch of Liams who are not Irish. Uh, okay, gotcha. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's true. So no, from the cats channel, you did the bullish and bearish. Ah, oh, we did CN, right? Yeah, yeah, we okay, did okay, yeah. CN and CP. I think we did CP, but no, welcome to the channel, Liam, and hey, appreciate that. Yeah, thanks, man. That's pretty cool. Yeah, that is cool. And I thought I thought you're Liam from Ireland. Uh, he could be. He could be from Ireland. We don't know. Heritage. Um, we're coming up on 25 minutes here, guys, and I don't think we're going to be going too long because we do have family over. My grandma's visiting, so your mom's here. My mom's here, and she's looking after the great granddaughter. Yeah. At the moment. So we got a full we got a full house, um, and uh, we did we, we did want to do a test, and like uh, I believe what Sean was saying earlier, we could start doing this as a normal cadence, and then kind of have more structure to it. But this was like we didn't know who would be tuning in, we don't know what type of questions we'd be getting. Um, yeah, and I, I think. Um, Probably at the end of the day, I'm thinking yeah. 45 minutes to an hour ish by Probably. the time we, we go through. Because I, I mean, my I, I don't like to not answer questions, but the reality is we can't get to all of yeah. them. Yeah, and uh, we can't just it's we can't just sit here and just answer questions all day too. That's like we'll have to, to figure out more of a structure. I love answering questions, but but we've got to debate a little bit too, right? Exactly. <laughs> so um, our differences of opinions. Speaking of not answering questions, Tim Jones, you guys trade options. I don't trade options. I know you, when you're managing portfolios, used options. I wouldn't consider trading options the term though. Yeah. Um, I implemented options strategies, very conservative strategies yeah. in, in for my clients and for myself. Um, but uh, it, it's, a, it's a handful. Um, I found that if you're a one-man show and you're trading options, it's not something you could just set and forget. Really? It's different though if he's you know maybe for himself uh, trading options that's that's manageable when you were doing it for clients and you, and you had to manage let's say x amount of portfolios that's a that's a different you're talking two different things there. yeah but I I do agree with you I strongly. think uh, options definitely can play a very important role in a portfolio but they're yeah. not for most people just the work involved in them yeah yeah. Yeah. Well, cool, guys. I mean, hey, uh, drop a thumbs up on the stream, by the way, if you haven't already. I can't even see how many likes we're at. Yeah, no, um, no, no, I don't even know how it works. Yeah, it is strange. Like, because if we pull up the YouTube here, we'll, we will see it, but it's um probably no, yeah, and it'll yeah, get yeah. it'll get all funky. It'll, it'll yeah, we're just trying to figure out how to show certain screens and all that kind of stuff. So. Oh, Djokovic won. Uh, <laughs> I missed. You I missed, missed that. You should have recorded it, but. Uh, it's all good. Uh, I'm not sure if you mentioned in this session, but where do you land on uh, Algonquin in your portfolio cut and run? Still viable long-term. Um, I'll stick with still viable long-term. Yeah, I was going to say, I originally yeah. went, I would have leaned on cut cut and run. And um, I think you, it's actually performed, yeah. You would have leaned on not buying it when we did. That was, at the end of the day, that was my decision. However, um, I think it has actually, uh, how do you spell Algonquin? Uh, there it is. I think it's actually performed decently well. So up 24% year to date. So And it was also your decision to, to hold. Yeah. So, I yeah. mean, you made, let's say, you know, we had a discussion about, I literally texted you saying, should we trim, should we take the losses here? Yeah. Um, and you said, you know what, let's hold. And I think thus far it has, has started to show a bit of a you bounce see, back. And I bought it just before that drop. So you yeah. see that unlucky time drop. And then, you know. But since then, it's actually um, slowly treading water. And I think it's... Uh, yeah, I think it's a fair consideration. We we are just steady holding it, at least in our. In if you want an yeah. asset in the space, yeah, right. It's uh, yeah. And I think yeah, Tony. Thanks for all the nice comments today, Tony. This is like this is what we're you know, we we never get the chance to interact with you guys like beyond just Directly, the videos. Yeah. I mean, the events we do get like it was the events that spurred this, where it's like such a you know, community like feeling, and it's so great. Like we're literally meeting you guys, right? Oh. And it just reminds us so much that like. It, there's it, there is the chance to connect and it's so it's so cool that we have followers like you guys to like you know tune in and, and ask questions and hopefully learn from us so the whole point of the live stream is a to kind of talk about what's trending 
but be more or less just to hang out with you guys. And, like even for example, Tony, I don't think we ever had the chance to really like connect like this. We we but, try um, and answer as many comments as possible. He does say, "Hope to see a structure sometime soon." Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. which is which is totally fair. So Tony can know. Um, well, I'll just say because we had a meetup three weeks ago now. Yeah, and Matt, it was awesome. It was like probably four hours, four and a half hours, somewhere like that face-to-face with people we had some food and some booze and what have you and it was just awesome and we're going to calgary uh toronto montreal yeah and so if we get if you get the chance to come out it was so cool it just changes the dynamics so now we're you know literally we read your comment it's like hey this is the person behind the comments that's so cool it is so cool and yeah that's so we are coming to calgary i believe it is uh, mid-july so if you guys are in the calgary area watching this um i think it's around the 17th or 18th that we have booked these are not released yet but i'm just letting you guys know uh, and then Toronto and Montreal will be the first first couple days of August. So August 1st, 2nd, 3rd, around then. So it would be, um, uh, yes, yeah, if, if you are. Yeah, Montreal. So and then we're back see, out of Toronto in September. We are for the, for the money show. That's one thing too, which we actually just got our signups for. Um, if you're in the Toronto area, completely free to attend. And we are... We got bumped up to a keynote this year. So that's going to be... And last uh, year, we met so many students yeah, from our academy. Even just from our little... So basically, yeah. there's the, kind of like the main auditorium. And there's, I don't know, that fits like 2,000 people. Like, it's a big, big stage. And uh, we got put into like a breakout session. It was like our first go around. And um, I mean, we had pretty packed session and it was, uh, we got to meet so many of you guys. Now we are up to a keynote. So anybody in the Toronto area, like that should be a blast. And maybe keep an eye out because I'll definitely put the links up somewhere in a, in a future video. Yeah. Um, if you sign up, it kind of lets them know that how many people, it's, it's important for us when you guys use our link to sign up. So that would be great. London. Is that London, Ontario, Greg, or is that London, I'm London? London, London. Is it London or is it London? I don't. De- I don't have plans to I'm go to London, London, Ontario. London. I'd love to do a show in London, England. I wouldn't. Oh, wouldn't you? No. See, I've been there. You haven't. Yeah. You would like it there. Uh, I can assure you. Nah. No. I mean, now that the Queen's no longer with us, you exactly gotcha. But yeah, so Cyprian, uh, Montreal will be in August, early August. So that would be cool. Guelph. No, not Guelph. No, it's pretty hard to go. Like we have, we have students from across Canada and yeah. the, the large metropolitan centers, but also a lot of other places. And so, yeah, yeah, you gotta kinda... pick and choose. You gotta pick and choose the hubs. In all honesty, yeah. it's yeah. like it's too hard to get to those weird spots. And hey, like think about it this way: we're flying five hours from Vancouver to Toronto, so maybe you guys can drive two hours from Guelph <laughs> or whatever it is to Toronto. That's uh, that's the way I would frame it. Is it only five hours now? Somewhere like that, right? I think yeah, it's five hours five to fly. Hours, but yeah. I, I don't know. I don't know where Guelph is, but I, I don't know where London is. But I assume they're somewhat in the, in the area there. Oh, that's oh, true. We, we didn't well, even put in a thumbnail. I think you're right, Patrick. Hey, Patrick. By the way, I see Patrick commenting all the yeah, time too. There. We're just, we're just wrapping up for this one, but we're going to be doing this as a weekly weekly thing. So we can do a thumbnail like you know what? When we did, yeah, so I must have skipped over that, but when you go into the StreamYard uh, title. We will work on that. Why why was there no thumbnail? It asked me for a thumbnail last time. Oh, I think I did a schedule. I think you're supposed to schedule the event. Like let's say it's 5.30, oh, yeah, 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 yeah. 8.30, we can say going live in 30 minutes and then it kind of like. We kind of surprised it. We yeah. surprised YouTube this time around. Exactly. Yeah, London's two, two hours, hours from Toronto, so that's. I hey, mean, Mike, yeah, would, yeah, and we get it. It'd be nice yeah. to go to all of the areas, uh, the the cities in the area too. But practically, because we'll probably be there for a day. Yeah, you know, uh, and then on to Montreal. I've never been to Montreal, but I hear Montreal's pretty darn awesome, actually. Pretty cool. Yeah, except for the Habs. Other than that. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, it takes me back to the old days. Yeah. Oh yeah. 
Yeah, I was not a big Habs fan back in the day. Now I don't watch hockey anymore, so I don't, probably don't care. Why? Were they kind of the goons? Well, because back in the day I was a Boston Bruins fan. Oh. Because the Jerry Cheevers and Bobby Orr, and I'm sure most people watching this don't remember who... Well, you probably know Bobby Orr. I guessing. know Bobby Orr, yeah. Jerry Cheevers was the goalie and I was a goaltender. And um, the rivals, you know, the Bruins and the Montreal Canadiens. I see. The Habs are the Canadiens, les habitants. And so, uh, yeah, they were arch rivals. Arch uh, rivals. And Montreal uh, usually won. Uh, so and their goalie, I didn't like Ken Dryden, but I think, a, <laughs> I think he's a senator now. Really? Yeah, I think he's a senator. He's Canadian. London's two hours just from Toronto. Yeah, so good uh, guys. I'm glad that we decided to do this, Brandon, mm-hmm. uh, and look forward to sort of every Friday morning. Yeah, yeah. And uh, appreciate everyone that tuned in. I see about 50 in the chat. So just a reminder: if you guys are ever in these live streams, drop a thumbs up. I think it helps with the algorithm. I think it's a great suggestion, Patrick, for a thumbnail. We'll make sure we get that up next time. Candice. Candice is a pro. Candice is a pro at live streaming. In fact, I got a lot of inspiration from her. She's, you know, um, prolific, proficient. What's the word? Prolific. Prolific in uh, live streaming. Candice, we're just wrapping up for the day. But uh, yeah, thanks for that. We'll hope to get as good as you. Candice is always so kind with her comments. Yeah, yeah. I appreciate that so much. Shout out to Candice over at Mountain Finance. But we are just wrapping up. We're actually going to go have some breakfast right about now. So thanks for everybody uh, joining in. These will hopefully just get better and better and better each time. This, this in theory, should be the worst of our live streams. And uh, more or less, if you guys are free next Friday to hang out, probably be around the similar time. If you're at work and you can take a break, uh, if you want to chat, ask questions. Love the live streaming idea. Thanks, I want to know from SK, Canuck fan. Canuck fan, do you share my opinion about the Montreal Canadiens? A fan or not a fan? Just, we can, we can uh, finish with that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Finish with that and then there's more coming. I like this as work from Fridays. Yeah, right? That's the thing. I mean, nowadays... People usually have their tabs open, and you can kind of throw. You know, yeah, I guess what? Even when I was working with you back in the day, I like to have you my did? little. You did. I thought you were open. focused on your work. Oh man, now I find out. How, oh, uh, Mountain Fat is a Habs fan, by the way. Ah, uh, <laughs> that's okay. That's you're okay. not welcome here. <laughs> just kidding. We don't. We don't. Talk. I learned long ago that you can have your fat. You don't have to. I got a buddy who just will not watch the Canadians in his uh, in his in where his. He, his in his vicinity of his house? Yeah, he will not watch. He will not watch the games. But, Tony, uh, enjoy the family. but the Leafs. Well, there you go. So there's another... Uh, a lot of people out the West here are not Leafs fans either. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. All right, guys. We're going to sign off. Um, thanks for tuning in with us. We'll see you next week live. And we will have a ton of videos coming out uh, in the meantime. So drop a thumbs up if you haven't. But we will end the broadcast now. Right now.